mindfulness um, in this exercise that is something that you can bring to every interaction with your kids? Because I think mindfulness is just simply, and I, you know, I'm no, by no means an expert. Um, mindfulness is simply being present and aware of every given moment. Um, so you're just in moment to moment being mindful of what's going on. And we can use our, the interactions we have our, with our kids as a, um, whatever the word is, as a trigger, as a reminder, as something that brings us to a mindfulness practice of, of being mindful in the moment. And so, um, and it's, it's uh, I did not develop this, it's, um, it's from, Alfred, it's Adlerian psychology, it's um, positive discipline, it's uh, A, B, C, D, E. So the A is your activating event. What is your activating event um, that can, you know, they can set you skyrocketing, that can bring you from zero to 60, or is just even a mild um, event that's bothersome with your kids. And so, because the second part of that is B, your belief. So we can have an activating event with our kids and we can just dive right in without being mindful at all, without even thinking about it, with just like going headstrong into it, with trying to correct or fix or um, reprimand or get through the situation or stop it or, or whatever. Or we can go in it mindfully where the activating event becomes sort of our trigger or our... Um, I'm not thinking of the right word, but the reminder, the thing that goes, bing, ah, the activating event. That's my cue to be mindful in this moment. I know this behavior is something that triggers me and trips me up every time. And it's one that can send me from zero to 60, you know, in a heartbeat, or if I don't be careful, it's going to ramp me up pretty quickly. So that's your thing that says, ah, I need to be mindful right here. And you go to B, what is my belief? What is my belief or my fear or the feelings that this event is bringing up? So, I mean, let's just use something like what's going on these days. I'm trying to get some work done. My kids are home 24 seven. My activating events is my kid going, mom, 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 I need you, mom, mom. That's my activating event. Okay, instead of diving in and trying to fix or change or whatever, what's my belief? What's my fear? Um, what is this bringing up for me? Because that belief is what then fuels your reaction. And so that's why it's always like, okay, what is going on for me in this moment um, that I can be aware of and that I can then maybe tweak so that I don't have to go in with the quick reactive piece, the, the anger, the fix, the whatever. Um, so my belief when the kid goes, mom, 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 I need you, mom, mom, might be, oh, I never have time to myself anymore. I just need some space. Or it could be, Charlie, I told you, you were supposed to, and this was my time, and it was just an hour, you're supposed to go do your thing, or whatever. So, so you've got these beliefs, like my kid will never focus on anything or this was supposed to be my time, or whatever. What is your belief? What are the feelings? What are the, what are the fears? Um, or my kid will never learn, you know, what is your belief about a child 
who feels like who you feel like always needs your attention, for example. So then you go to C, which is a consequence. Um, and, it's, and in my mind, C has a couple parts of it. One is um, the reaction, your reaction, so the consequence of your reaction, but it's also the emotional consequence that that reaction has on your child or yourself. So you think about what's the consequence of my reaction which is fueled by my thought or my belief or my feeling, which is triggered by the activating event. Um, so, so, and then you have a consequence of your reaction. And before you go on to D, th this doesn't necessarily happen in the moment, but you could reevaluate in a different time. Did that work? Did the consequence, was that consequence productive? Um, did it work? Did it get me where I was hoping to go? Did it promote or fracture the relationship? What was the, what was the outcome of that consequence? And so then D is disputation, which is another word way of saying, um, how can I retell the story? How can I rewrite that belief? How can I come at this with a different perspective or a different thought or a different feeling? Um, and so you can be, and that's where, you know, sometimes having some outside help or perspective can be helpful. Um, okay, it's not that my child is really distractible or is a bad kid. He just needs something right now. And so with the, in, the way I work and the philosophy I use, um, there's a reason or a purpose for every behavior. There's always something behind it. And a behavior sticks because it works. So a child is getting something out of this behavior. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a behavior that continues. So what is the child getting? What does the child need? Um, and there are a few like big picture things that kids need. Um, acceptance, love and belonging, um, attention power or control, which I lump into the same kind of category. Um, and that's not power or control over someone else. It's power or control over myself. So it's, it's autonomy. It's, it's my ability to um, make the world work for myself, to be independent, to make my own choices, to um, be able to move through the world. And our kids need that starting at around 18 months-ish. And it keeps growing, you know, until they leave our home and beyond. Um, so, so the disputation is sort of like, how can I retell this story? How can I let go of that belief? And all of this is to get you to a point where you can get to neutral. So you can respond to your kids from a neutral place and not that fiery reactive place. Because with those beliefs are often what charges us um, into that fiery reactive place. So the disputation is trying to get, get you back to, I don't have to go there, but this isn't gonna be the end of the world. A child who um, needs my attention 24 seven right now is not a child who at 18 um, won't be independent. You know, we can go down these, these rabbit holes and go far into the future thinking about the outcomes of our kids. Um, and then E is encourage. Um, and so E is encouraging both ourselves, 
ourselves and our children. So um, encouraging ourselves by believing in ourselves and having faith in ourselves um, that we can, um, we can show up in a different way. We can um, tell ourselves a different story. Um, we sometimes will try to do that and, be, and approach with neutral, but sometimes we're not going to be able to, and so that's okay. We're getting you know, it's two steps forward and one step back. Um, and it's being encouraging of our kids, um, it, you know, so that we acknowledge and encourage them um, in places where we feel like we see. It's so easy for us to um, notice, and I you know some of you have heard me say this before, but we spend a lot of time um, noticing the challenging stuff with our kids or correcting certain behaviors or micromanaging um, and we do less for whatever reason of just noticing when our kids are just being productive and kind and considerate or or just um, you know doing things on their own like hey Charlie I always use Charlie whatever uh, hey Charlie I see you you're over there using, you know I see you oh look at that puzzle what's your next piece you're gonna find and it's just it's just noticing and engaging it doesn't have to be that you're on them doing that with them. It's just a quick passing by, I see you. So, um, so that's the A, B, C, D, E. And, um, and that's the piece, that's the mindfulness piece. I think parenting is all about being mindful. If we can be mindful, we can approach every situation um, with a, in a way that's more neutral and less reactive so that we can be present for our kids and really consider what is it that they need in that moment.